But I think what happens to us in a community is we get so overwhelmed in a positive and negative way with how much information there is. We forget to go work out. Mm. You know, we forget to actually put it into, into practice. And then it becomes very toxic and stale. And, you know, you're now looking at yourself and you, you haven't grown much in the last year. Now you know a shit ton more. Right. But your anxiety and your depression hasn't gotten any better. And that's where it's like the push for the goals and using those as exercises to watch all this stuff that you've been studying happen in real life. The Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovic, uh, sexual self pres for five wing, four five eight trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self pres sexual nine with one nine seven four trifix. What up? It's Emika. I'm an eight wing seven, sexual self pres with eight five four fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I am a self pres social three wing four with a six nine trifix if you like our podcast guys make sure you go like and subscribe on the apple podcast app and if you really like us you should definitely leave us a review welcome back to the big hormone enneagram show we're picking up right where we left off with our guest dave powers of objective personality Um, we were talking about function animals i think this is a fucking brilliant idea and like uh, you know, I, I had to listen to the episode that we did uh, where Emika was talking about this system. I had to listen to it like three or four times just to kind of get it because there's so many different categories. <laughs> yeah. But um, I suspect or Emika suspects or whoever suspects that I'm blast primary but play last. And, you know, again, I know that everybody fucking mistypes and all that shit. So whatever. But that there was something that really struck me about like I've been trying to understand through the lens of the Enneagram things about my what what in the Enneagram language you call social blindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or being a hex like a triple hex head type or all this other bullshit. And and there's something about like just that ability, like the way Emika described it at least to, to me was like the ability to play, to ping off of other people, playing off of uh ping off of the world or something like that. And maybe I'm classifying that wrong, but there was something there that like really felt cl- I was like reviewing my life in light, light of this blast play dichotomy, if that makes sense, that I thought yeah. was really illuminating. Yeah, right. Right. That's so good. That's that's like how we do it is like is I think you're totally onto something there, like looking at somebody else who's doing the play and you're like, OK, wait a minute. What the hell is that? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like for example, me and John are um, we have in our way of doing the enneagram, we've emphasized you know something called trifix, and so which is just like there's a, a type fixation in each center, and so if you have the same trifix but you know different types, you have um, there's like an archetypal similarity, and so John is a four and I'm an eight, but we have the same trifix, and we're both social blind, and so there's a, a a level of separation and cutoffness that exists in our Enneagram type structure, but, right. but in the, within the context of doing something like the podcast, I have discovered that I'm a lot better at facilitating conversation than like, like a hundred to like 10 compared to John, you know, like, in right. terms of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and, and like, this is a funny example because, uh, we've hung out in person multiple times and, uh, we were hanging out in Chicago really and we went cool. out to a bar and I met a girl that night and, you know, just, I take it for granted that I can just talk to people that I don't know. 
Yeah, right. And he like pulled me aside. He was like, like, how are you talking to people like that? And I was like, I don't know, just like they said something and I said something back. <laughs> so it's like, uh, but you know, like it's it seems hard to wrap your head around because we're both social blind. But um, John really struggles with like just unpredictable conversations about nothing. You know, just he has yeah, like right, his, right. his box of things that he can talk about, but it's really difficult for him to. Uh, and it's it shows up in, in even like in a conversation because if I am asking you a question, I have to be aware that I need to ask you a question that you can easily respond to. That's at least my play perspective. Right. That you know we need to have an exchange back and forth. And sometimes John, even though he intends to to try to connect with people and try to understand where people are coming from, he ends up you know he ends up coming up with questions maybe that dead ends a conversation. <laughs> 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 it's like that is play last and um wow. i think it's just been really significant in terms of a discovery of the system similar to like we've emphasized uh the instinctual drives with bhe and, and any grammar and it's been really powerful in terms of like seeing how someone who has a certain instinct stacking it's like a, a certain species of human and the animals yeah. are kind of describing a similar thing it seems like that um, someone who's doing your last animal as their lead animal is going to seem like a completely like I can't believe that they're able to do that. You know, right? Kind of yeah, thing. right, right. That, that's how we describe it as saviors because, like, the way you're describing it is like I don't know. I just walked up and I talked to people. It's like easy, obvious, naturally good at it. I love how the Big Five says, "Hey, we're comparing you on a spectrum of a hundred other people, not necessarily your point of view of yourself." You know, we'll see the people that are like, "I'm not savior play. I'm not. I'm not really good." It's like, hey. Okay, fine. You're not that good. But compared to everybody else, they suck way more than you. You know, so you kind of get stuck with the savior is what you're obligated to do, what you can do. When the pressure's on, you know, like a, a podcast is a great example. You got four guys, like who ends up taking the lead? And a lot of times, especially with the, um, I see with savior sensory and savior DE, I see a lot of people that are, are savior sensory and or savior DE, like they don't necessarily even like that function. I'll say that with Shani. Right, right. She's like, she's like, she fucking hates her play. She's like, I fucking hate that I care about people. I fucking hate that I gotta jump in and do the thing I hate doing. Like, God, that does suck. Like, and just because you're really good at it doesn't even necessarily mean that you like your own function. I used to have an obsession over NI, and now I just see it as a giant waste of time for myself <laughs> a, a lot of the time. Right, you know, right. I don't. I definitely don't like it like I used to. You know, so your your saviors. Uh, may may or may not be something that you actually enjoy, like doing, or enjoy doing, but are you're just better at it than the average person? Is how we're defining it, you know. So, so like the thing that we focused on is like the instinctual blind spot in the enneagram is is the path to to self growth. That is yeah. the thing that, and so it seems like you're also saying the same thing in OPS right. is that the last animal is the thing that you actually need to do. So I mean, let's. Let's just try to do like a little, you know, workshop with those of us. You know, I mean, Joseph is sleep last. I'm sleep last. Uh, let's just assume that David is blast last because it's like painfully obvious that he's blast last. And, <laughs> <laughs> and let's just assume that, that John is play last. And so yeah. can you sort of like go through, you know, maybe start with yourself as a consume last. What are some things that you've, in terms of working right. on yourself as a consume laster? Uh, you know, even just your philosophy on how does someone work on themselves with this information and then go through the, you know, the last animals for, you know. Yeah, totally. Else. Right. Totally. So, yeah, the the four last animals, this is like from watching ourselves, from watching other people. It's like the consume last, for example. So there's a lot of different 
variations of consume last. Um, you know, you could be, you know, NETI or SEFI or whatever. So the, the point is like in some way, shape or form, the person is not taking in information about themselves and or for themselves. Like, so for example, and then let me back up. And that's because of the over obsession of the opposite. So for me, what I've really found, if, if, if I want to help myself with consume, I've got to dial down that savior blast, that savior obligation to produce, right? Mm -hmm. I have to produce and then it's, it's sleep blast. So I got to produce for myself, right? So I'm not like a, like a true blaster. I'm like, help everybody. I'm like, yeah, I'll help them later. Anyways, I got to, my plan, I got to produce for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for example, this was probably a, a, no, it wasn't long ago. It was like maybe a year ago, Shani flew down to Los Angeles for something with, with the family or something, something where I got stuck at home editing. So it was just me. Mm -hmm. I was at home and she was gone for a few days. Cody was down there and dude, it's like another person came out of me. Like, I went and I bought a new stereo. I, I got some new clothes. I, I got a new RC airplane. This is all by like fucking noon. And like, I called Shannon. I'm like, I did this and this and this. And she's like, who the hell are you? And like, I, I, I drove around. I met new people. Like I did all this crazy stuff the first Saturday in the first like six hours. And it was so fascinating to watch that like I was allowed to consume for myself because the blast was disconnected because when shanny's around mm, okay. i gotta I, I gotta make her a sandwich i gotta get the thing i gotta plan ahead i gotta you know wake her up from a nap and like i'm, I'm putting all this pressure and she's like get the fuck off me i don't even want all this stuff that you're doing right so like i'm putting all this pressure to blast to communicate to control and then therefore i don't have time to watch a movie for myself i don't have time to go get a new stereo i don't have time to go get a new shirt you know we we just moved houses we just moved up the street recently and, you know, guess whose room I set up last? Mine, You're you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be selfish in other ways. Like, if we're working at the top of the ladder, I'll just fucking get up and walk away and leave you there. I'll go take a fucking break. Like, I'll, I'll do the sleep play thing. But, like, to do the consuming for self, you know, I can't. I'm not allowed because the world demands all this producing from me, says my savior blast. Mm. You know? Okay. Um, and then let me just kind of jump around. I feel like I have a lot in common with the sleep last, right? Okay. So the, the sleep last and the consume last, those are both people that have an introverted animal last. Therefore, when we are in a problem, we don't do what we should do. And that is go away, fucking power down the fucking jets and take some time for yourself. Either go read a book, go for a walk, you know, sleep, consume, whatever, do some introverted shit. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. When we're stressed, I got to go. I got to call people. I got to do more work, which now makes the problem worse, right? Yeah. So the the sleep last nuts are doing the same thing I'm doing, and that is they're not taking the time for themselves, but it's not in an information fuck off, you know, because I'm, I'm getting fucked off with the information. I'm not taking in, in my case, sensory specifics that I need to know, like Hey, you have a cavity, you have a health issue, you, you, you don't have a stereo, like, Hey dude, get on this sensory for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. The sleep, the sleep blasts are like, Hey dude, you've asked the same fucking question 20 times in a row and made people explain it to you. You haven't walked away <laughs> and like process that shit and download and update your identity. You know, right. I'll right. see Shani do this. Shani's Shani's savior play not sleep last, but she does have sleep as a demon. Right. And so I'll notice that, that, you know, anybody save your play, especially if it's, if it's sleep last, they'll ask the same questions. Cause it, like, it takes time to process, man. Yeah. It takes time to like turn everything off, 
set your phone to fuck you, go for a long walk and really go, huh? Like now what, you know, and to really update that identity, you know, it's some, it's some serious introverted, uh, stuff. And I can tell that, that John is, you know, if it doesn't have save your sleep in there, he's got sleep, not less, you know, so definitely. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going away. He's processing, you know, very mm-hmm. processed. So, like I, I recognize for myself that, uh, I, when I got the typing back that I was sleep last, you know, it hit me like a ton of bricks and uh, it started to connect some dots <laughs> because, because I recognize that I can get really high on my own momentum and, and, yeah. and with the Enneagram, my, my, my core type is an assertive type in the Enneagram and, you know, I think that I process pretty well, but I realized, like, man, I have to be, like, knocked on my fucking ass to, to like, slow down and figure out where the fuck I am because yeah, I feel like I'm, I can make most things work, and when anything happens, I, f- I just add more to the pile of, all right, right. I'm just going to do more to, to get my way through this versus what actually needs to happen. I might need to fucking, fucking meditate or take a, a day when I'm not trying to do anything or, like sit and think about something long enough to figure out what my actual position is. Cause sometimes right. I think I know what my position on something is, but I'm just using momentum to try to figure out where I'm actually at. So it's right. kind of, it's kind of weird just to like to come to terms with like, fuck, I am fucking myself over by not giving myself enough time to process things that are happening that I think I can just go and do and handle in the moment. Right. Right. Totally, man. So like what I found just a little side tangent, thing of like having an extrovert an over dominant extroverted animal like blaster play that's that's screwing over our sleep and consume is like for me when i when i plan in when my blast turns around it's like i'm gonna plan in time for consume all of a sudden it's like a cheater unlock like mm. if part of the plan is i'm done with work by six and i'm allowed to go do stuff for myself and that's the plan it might feel awkward but like that's been working for me to some degree right my <laughs> friends that are that are sleep last, what I find like, they're all like, I need to go and take a walk by my, but like none of them actually do it. But what I do see them actually getting progress on is when they'll consciously like bother their friend and be like, Hey man, I just need to talk this out. Cause you'll watch like yourself, right? You'll, you'll be in the middle of like a lunch or a dinner and like all of a sudden you'll hijack somebody's conversation. Cause your sleep energy is like, <laughs> fuck this. I need to resolve this. And you'll just like take over someone's conversation. Right. 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 Um, so I found like really, really overworking that consciously, like, like schedule, like having a time or you can even like disclaimer, like the next time you, you hijack somebody's conversation, be like, Hey, I just need to talk something out. I'm sleep last. I don't know what the fuck's going on in here. Just, could you just sat, sit here and act interested? This is going to help me a lot. Thanks a lot. I'll buy a sandwich later. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that works because like the goal, the goal is what, like we're finding the universe really just cares about pay your fucking dues and you're allowed to cheat. So like if you're save your play, then go fucking talk it out. You got 50 fucking friends, go bother one every two hours and keep talking it out until you get to the resolving. Now Mm. you might've made a fucking mess along the way, but you got the resolving and the universe is just asking, get that deep internal resolving of what is it that you want for your path? Maybe you Mm -hmm. go for it on a meditation walk. Probably not because your brain's just going to say, fuck you the whole time. (laughs) But if you talk it out, you'll actually get somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, and same, yeah. Same with me. It's like, I'm going to schedule in time for like, dude, you look like such a fucking weirdo. Would you just go read a book or something? Like, I will schedule in to read a book for like whatever I got to do, right? Mm-hmm. So we're finding those kind of things help a lot. So what about John with Playlast? Like, what, what would, uh, how does someone work on play? 
Yeah, so like the play, so again, following the same with the other two, think of the overactive opposite. So we all are in a realm when we're in our, even sleep last, you'll still be in a, it just won't be as often, you'll be in a realm where like you're like in a fucking rhythm, you're in a focus, you're doing a math test, you're, you're getting ready for a podcast, you're like you're deeply in your inner world and all the blocks are stacking in high concentration, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just in that zone. And then somebody walks in and they're like, hey, what do you want on your pizza? You're like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Don't bother me with <laughs> right. bullshit right now, right? Mm-hmm. It just feels like a very, the, the, the tribe is coming in with this chaotic clown show, disconnected, <laughs> irrelevant bullshit while you're like stacking blocks to the moon to save the planet, you know? So mm-hmm. the saver sleeps are in that world a lot, you know, because most people, you know, they're like, hey, the sun's up and it's past 9 a.m. Let's go out and do shit. And the saver sleeps are like, no, I think I'll still be in my head, even though I'm going to go about my day and interact with people. I'm still going to be working on that thing in my head, even though I should be putting that aside and slip into play energy for a minute here, you know. So the it, it, none of this works until like the savior realizes I got to I got to change teams here. You know, when the. And you see this with Elon Musk, where like him being safe or sleep, he's like, oh, wait a minute. It would actually be very efficient if I do all this chaos with the tribe. I'd actually get my plan better. When the saver sleep realizes, okay, to really get my plan and my way and what I'm thinking about and what's important to me and my pathway, X, Y, Z, when I, the best way to do that is to run through the fire of, of interacting with the tribe's bullshit because there's mm-hmm. a one out of 10 ratio that if I can just hold my breath through all their crazy horseshit, I can actually grab a few things and put it back into my blocks. And when your body actually sees that and believes that, your your days then feel very like annoying. I go to bed annoyed, drained, frustrated, pissed off, but that like washes off in the shower. I don't feel like a victim. I don't feel trapped. I don't feel bullied. I don't feel anxiety. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, still yeah. annoying to do your fucking demons. I fucking hate it. I hate working out too, you know? But <laughs> but there's not a a, oh God, resistance to it anymore. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, it's it's funny because John. Um, I mean, we were planning to do an, a podcast for years, but it's one of those things that would just happen eventually. But John was getting ready to uh, get his book done a couple of years ago, um, and he was like, "Man, we need to get this. This we need to get a podcast going." And so that was kind of the impetus to get this whole thing going. So you could say the podcast, which is a play central centric thing to do, was him recognizing that in order to get his book you know, the exposure that I needed. He was going to have to do something like this. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that, right? Just manipulated all my friends. Right? (laughs) And that, dude, that's so what we're seeing works. And like the funniest thing is when you just call it out loud, because people, people eventually figure out what's going on. It's so funny. It's so crazy. You'd be so afraid of stuff. And as soon as you just walk up and own it, you're like, hey, I'm really up to this over here. My saviors. Kids, you guys just, entertain me and we'll do this and people are like oh my god thank you there's like a deep (laughs) you know what i mean right right so like uh, david with blast last i mean just to say something real quick i mean he's david's always had um you know just intuitive connections and the thing that everyone around him i guess the void that he's leaving for everyone else is like man you need to get this stuff out there like you need to like you know he's been working on a book for a while and um just people want more david but it's kind of like stuck in you know sleep consume world right right yeah shanny's blast blast so i i know that one a lot so it's like 
the blast last it's like a it's like a again everybody struggles with everything so everybody has perfectionism to some degree but it's like the blast last own that where that's not a problem for them like that's the the problem where they're never ready uh shani describes it as she can see so much of what's going to happen and what's going on that she's afraid to get started and me as consume last like my disorder is in the other way so it's like Mm. You know, it's like, hey, let's go get a moving truck today or whatever. So it's like, because I don't actually take in or consume or process all of the stuff that it would take to get ready to do something, I just jump in and do it because ignorance is bliss. So why not get started? How hard could this be? And then once I get my ass kicked in 10 seconds, it's like, that's all right. I have endless energy. I'll just keep hammering through it. You know, I'll just blast play through it. But uh, a blast last is more introverted. So they don't have extrovert energy to spare. So they're, they're trying to conserve their coins, just like the playlist. And then they're overwhelmed with, oh my God, I can see so much and nobody else can see this. And I can see all the things that are going on and what it will take and what can go wrong. And they're just like, fuck, no, I'm not ready. You mm-hmm. know, and everyone yeah. else is kind of half-assed like, oh yeah. They're like, imagine your friend just like totally drunk and be like, you're totally ready, man. Just fucking go for it. The blast has like, <laughs> I'm not listening to you. <laughs> you idiot you don't know what you're talking about because they know they, nobody's actually done the research like the double activated consume has you know and that's again back to where the, the problem isn't the last animal it's the over obsession of the first one it's like fucking turn off that consume like you know you have a friend that like works at the restaurant and he's like hey so uh if you actually knew how we made the pizza sauce you'd never fucking eat here again you're like so it's like <laughs> i don't want to know you know there's, there's certain things i don't want to know anymore you know i had a friend that worked at boeing he's like yeah you don't really want to know how often we're, we're dealing with cracks in the in the in the wing here you know it wouldn't fly <laughs> anymore so it's like the consume it's like you gotta for shani it's like you gotta fucking turn that shit down you know same with all the the first ones like mm. It's stop consuming to hell, stop making it perfect because it'll just create this loop of, of course you're never ready. One like technical tip that has helped us, just like with the um the play, the play and the sleep of like just tell your friend, hey, I need to hijack this or you know, schedule time to consume or whatever. Like a a little tip that has helped Shani and Cody, because Cody, our son, he's also blessed last, is giving yourself 10 versions. That's helped Shani a lot. Because Shani has this her initial blast last feeling is I have to go from zero to perfect. I got to do all the research and then I got to make it amazing on the first shot. And that's just not usually mm-hmm. how things work out. But if you give yourself 10, 10 versions or 10 tries, which really you only need like three, like that puts in the space to have a prototype, to have a version, mm-hmm. to roll it out. Not perfect. Cause then, cause we all fear that everybody is like us, right? So the, the IJ, fears that everybody else is also controlling the selfish guy is also complaining everybody else is selfish you know? so the 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 blast last is also fearing the judgment of other blast lasters mm. that are going to be like why'd you start dumbass it's not perfect like I right, knew right. It. right right <laughs> like one out of a hundred people would actually say that and they did so that it reinforces that it's true you know yeah. it gets you ready for when you go to start your project that's not ready yet you kind of like the uh, websites but like Beta testing, can't kick my ass. Like, fuck, I was about to kick your ass, but you said beta testing, so I can't <laughs> kick your ass. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that there is, I think all of us, uh, well, me and Joseph uh, for sure have blasts as a demon. So there's this consume over blast thing where if it's not perfect or the way I want it yet, then I won't release it. And, right. you know, David, this past year, uh, put out a Trifix booklet 
And, you know, he asked us, me and Joseph, what we thought of it. And John wrote an intro for it. And my consume is kind of like, you know, you need to refine this. You need to get like a, a fucking um, graphics designer to make this look cool. You know, all these things that you could do to make it great. But the, I, yeah. at the end of the day, he put it out and people loved it. And yeah. because the content was was good, it didn't have to be presented perfectly. I mean, you could have version two, version three, and, and so on and so forth. But there's this thing with Blast where it doesn't have to be perfect, but I want to get it out there. Right. Uh, and so the story that we're telling ourselves with Consume Over Blast is that I need to keep sharpening this perfect product until it's, you know, perfect. But perfect never shows up and it never gets out there. Right. Is it, is it partly that the, um, like me, if I am Blast last there'll be, uh, I don't know if this is what you meant when you talked about like tidal waves, but it's like there's a buildup and then you do, if you're blast last, have to suddenly blast. Yeah. Right. And it's I mean, all, it's like, it's like a shit ton of work all at once. Like a, like an all-nighter crammer in college. That's what this was. That's what happened <laughs> yeah. with this booklet. I just yeah. had a, I just got into a fever and I did it in, you know, I, I had had this thing, the idea for it for several years and I would occasionally post, you know, an image or something and people would just be, just want to eat it up. And right. so, I was, so I just knocked it out in about a week. Right. And, just and, like all-nighters, huh? exactly yeah. yeah right yeah like doing the doing the math of the other ones so it's like like uh i make it what you were saying it's like all like you'll go 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 and then it's all of a sudden like the crash will be enormous the sleep crash will come right. on overwhelming and the same with me it's like once shanny's gone i'm eating you know pizza and cheetos <laughs> and watching michael knight and like all this just crazy like low consume will just come in this overwhelming tidal wave or we'll see it with the playlast like when they go into party mode, it's a like you know, like Jeff Bezos with a fucking cowboy hat and his crazy <laughs> laugh. You're like, dude, what the hell, man? Like it's it just like like exactly what you're saying. It just comes in this weird, mm-hmm. all at once, intense tidal wave. John is a intense partier <laughs> when he does yeah. go out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play demon just comes out comes like, out. whoa. Yeah, I yeah know that's a really good point, actually. I didn't <laughs> yeah. I didn't put that together. That's a great yeah. point. So where does OPS, MBTI, where is that located in consciousness? Because in the Enneagram, we're looking at the, the three centers, the, mm. the, bo- the body center, the, the mental center, and the heart center. And at least based on my guess of where MBTI is, that it's dealing with cognitive processes. So it seems like it's dealing with thinking. Um, so I wanted, we wanted to know what are your thoughts on, you know, where, what part of consciousness is OPS looking at? Right. Gosh, man, I really don't know. I, I don't, I don't really know what the hell we're looking at here. Just talking out loud, my beginning thoughts or observation. This is where I feel very consumed last. I'm like, shit, I need to actually do some real research on this to kind of get caught up. Um, <laughs> just, just some of my thoughts on it are if I were to throw a shitty theory out at 44 years old, you know, all of which I'll deny in 20 years, I, it, it feels to me that like the human is made up of a lot of programs let's say a hundred programs mm-hmm. um and you know fi is a program uh, te is a program um i want to be first in line at best buy is a program you know i want to i want to i want to get ahead from the, the there's like like biases there's a lot of these weird anything that is defined by people everywhere around the world are also exhibiting that same behavior you know if, if the guy next to you gets a raise at work you know, we all feel jealous. Like, what the hell is that? Like, I think that's some kind of program in the in the in the mind and the body. Um, how exactly you define that, or how does that work? I think a lot of them are are different. Like, some 
of these programs, they are able to track with genetics. You know, they can see whether you have certain traits, you know, yes or no. Um, so I don't know. I feel like we're made up of a lot of different programs that also work in different ways. Uh, the mechanics of it work in different ways. Some of them are more straightforward. Some of them are a little bit more complex and are maybe several programs working together. Um, but I think that there's then like a veil, like a curtain that then like at the last program, it like hides us from seeing all the programs. Like, you know, those people that have um, mm, uh, mul multiple personality disorders, you know, mm -hmm. like if, if I were to take a guess and I've heard other, other people that are actually smart say something like this, it feels like they have a deficiency in the veil that mm. we all have that hides our programs from seeing our program. Mm -hmm. So I think they are seeing a little bit more of the actual hardware of the computer of, you know, they're seeing 37 different personalities inside of them. Like, yeah, you know, like, but we also have the same, right. We just can't see them where they can't, you know, where they're actually identifying them, giving them names. One will take over. They'll switch back and forth. Like, and we're not all doing that all day, right? Like talk to somebody who's fucking psycho mad and now they're all nice. Like, what do you want to call that? Like those are yeah. very, very different states and swings. So um, I don't know. That's kind of, and then I'm just kind of like looking at like, I'm always trying to like blend it with, with I guess this is NI. I'm always like, I'll look at like an earthworm and then mm -hmm. the evolutionary tree all the way up to humans and then kind of a branch off to like AI. And I'm trying to like, see the common mechanics of earthworms to salamanders to to dogs to chimps to people to ai and mm -hmm. um trying to understand what consciousness might be from from that dynamic you know yeah. um currently trying to do it without interjecting any type of like spirit or or outside consciousness spirit world i used to be very religious or, or you know christian and, and read the bible and stuff so i i always had the spirit was in my equations, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then now the past few years have completely taken that out. Um, but now I'm kind of like, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff on the internet where a lot of very smart people are putting spirit and consciousness or, or universal spirit or consciousness back in the equations. So, um, I, I am, uh, definitely, uh, I don't have a final answer on, on even how the consciousness is working, you know? Yeah. 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 Those are just some random TE shutout thoughts. <laughs> I mean, Any, I think that's great. I think yeah. it's really interesting. Well, I'll just say that that uh, idea of the programs and the veil of the programs uh, corresponds really well with, like, I don't know if you're familiar with Gurdjieff, but he's this teacher who a lot of, like, the, he introduced the Enneagram to the world, but it didn't have anything to do with personality. Anyway, he's a teacher of inner work, and he talks about that we have many eyes, many selves, many programs, basically, and that the work of con in, in working to be more conscious, you know, in this way is to recognize and identify the programs and like, you know, even naming them in a certain way, like, yeah, you know, right. And, and, and just to see them, not even change them, but through time and through effort and through being with these programs. And I mean, being with, in the sense of being present with mentally. So observing them, feeling yeah. them in the sense of like each program, I think does come with a, quality of feeling or emotion or association or you know a sense of identity and then like sensing them in the body like i think that uh you know i don't know again i don't know y'all system but you know from my experience of seeing my eyes 
that there's different postures, there's different tensions, there's different uh, gestures and body language and all those kind of body sensations that co- correspond with them. And so, you know, the aim is to start to, in a sense, integrate these these programs, these eyes as part of oneself instead of them kind of all fragmented, but, you know, that we have this illusion that they're under our control or, or a coherent self, but that, that there's, a, there's a process of actually integrating them that sort of sounds like what we've been talking about with people recognizing their own type and the resistance. Yeah. It's like you think you're John, and then it's like, oh, you might be in ESFSSS, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, no way, no way. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> and then you start to integrate <laughs> right. it, and you're like, start to come at peace with it. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and at least in the language of Enneagram, uh, there's an emphasis on coming to terms or coming to awareness of those programs, but rooted in body, heart, and mind together. Uh, so that's just interesting. Uh, yeah, totally. I, like what you're what you're describing, like where that plays out. I feel like is like just kind of like that old man that's just like very calm, and like you point anything out, like they're very just aware of themselves. Mm, yeah, and they're aware of all those. Yeah, you know, and they're not they're not freaked out if you say, "Hey, you're an asshole," or "Hey, you're you're chaotic." They're like, yeah, I know. I, I, I definitely <laughs> have. I could tell you some stories about that. Right? There's just a right a calmness. Um, I just that'd be like one encouragement I would pass out to young people, like one of my personal favorite things of this crazy journey I've been on with psychology and business and the internet and the personality code and all that. Like, honestly, I got to say that the one that's been the most meaningful to me is just simply getting older. Like yeah. I'm 44 and like your twenties, like, God damn, man, that, that is a fucking roller coaster rocket ride for a lot of people of just the crazy amount of stuff that goes on in your twenties and trying to figure out who you are and, you're 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 mapping reality for the first time and then your 30s you're just kind of like stunned in you know trying to just pay the bills and make it through work or whatever but um i remember there's a lot, like a i forget the guy's name there's a couple couple guys we've done for the class and stuff that that talk about that life really starts to pick up around 40 you know give or take mm. you know some years or whatever yeah. but just the fact that like you know i talk to my friends that are younger i'm like hey dude don't worry about it you know this that and the other thing like i've seen this before i've gone through this many times it's it's going to be fine it's like the relax you get of um being able to take these concepts and these ideas and then actually look backwards and be like and i've been through it i've seen those aspects of myself i made it through i didn't die i've become aware of them you know so i just encourage young people like especially in your 20s same thing gary v saying is like god man go out and get that experience Go through those hard times, so you can have that like shocking, traumatizing shit. But you're still young enough to like, you know, you're gonna bounce back, you're gonna heal, you're gonna, you're gonna develop. Because it it seems, it's not just like it's not just turning forty. Like forty is representing, assuming you're putting in time under tension. You know, if if you've stayed in the house since you're eighteen, now you're forty. Well, you're still eighteen, even though you're forty. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So getting that experience. It sounds like what you were talking about to me is like a certain kind of impartiality that like you know, not taking anything too personally, like with the, with the typing process, again, it's like when you tell somebody, oh, you're actually a nine versus a four or whatever, then they take it super personally about like, yeah. oh, what does it mean about me? And versus this ability to sort of just be open and recognize and, and impartial. Does that sound yeah. like what you're saying? Right. Totally. And that, I think that comes with time, man. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I'm seeing. That's what, like, I've yeah. had, I've had 18 hour conversations with people. Like I, I, I have, I, I am King Blaster. Like I know all the fucking answers, but like it just does nothing, right? <laughs> like it's like you just gotta let people go through their own journey. And what I have found, like if if I don't cut off a relationship, 
I'm, I've now gotten to see people that I've written off 10 years ago that are do fucking amazing now. And that's oh, okay. what's given me a lot of, um, you know, I'll still rage at the community and, you know, fight back and kick their ass and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, when I go to bed at night, I'm like, eh, I bet you most of these fuckers are going to be doing really good. And now it's like, now that we've been doing this for four years, goddamn, I can say the sensory facts are I have seen a lot of people that were just, I've seen people that are like now that are like res- like respectable young adults. They were like wild kids four years ago, and I've like watched <laughs> them grow up. You know, so it's like I I try and not be my grandma, where you know you're older, and like when she sees you, she just reminds you of that time when you were seven years old and put cheese up your nose, and your dad had to get it out with tweezers, and we all had to laugh because you're so stupid. Like, hey, could you see me as something else now, other than yeah, continuing to remind me of the worst version of myself, you know, like I don't want to do that. If somebody pisses me off, I don't want to then forever brand them as that because then when they're growing slowly over time, I'm not updating my worldview and actually seeing and sharing in their growth because so many people do actually grow over time, you know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know if there's more to say on the subject of, you know, the layers, so to speak, or, uh, different, it's almost dimensions of, uh, that the gut, heart, and head centers, and all that stuff. I mean, we we got into it a bit, but um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if there's something more to explore there. As far as uh, I, and Dave, I don't know if you, how much you know about the centers, and maybe we'd have to go into a whole thing about that. Yeah, I mean, I think that that could be like, I mean, because we'd like to do. I don't know, some yeah, follow-up pod. their call for that. Yeah, because like, we want to talk yeah. about, like, typing, you know, typing right. styles. Okay. Because one thing we've realized with, you know, what we're doing with any grammar is that the typing style that we've employed is very much like a body type type of style, which compared, I guess, the contrast with what you guys are doing with OPS, like, you've got checklists and you've got, you know, the even the idea of trying to devise a scientific model where it's cross-checked with two different people independently. In order to do that, you need to have line-by-line line distinctions that, you know, eventually this can scale where a bunch of people can do it. And yeah. so it, it really... It's it's that's more of a, a head type, um, you know, scientific model is very head center type of way of figuring things out. And uh, with the body center or the gut center, there's a, a sense of it's a center of intelligence that's based on kind of feeling into things uh, physically, kind of like how you can if you see. 15 different people who are a similar type there are certain i mean i know that you guys are doing this you know even though that's not part of your system in terms of cross checks that you know if you see like a bunch of enfps they look a certain way they feel a certain way they talk a certain yeah. way and yeah. so a, a lot of what we're doing with you know what we're doing with typing is uh that's where we're starting and then we're going the other way where we're trying to get you know trying to actually outline all right let's prove what we're feeling in the body center yeah um, and so, yeah, it's, it is interesting to see that, I guess this is, could get into y'all's types, is that we think that you and Shan are both head types and that you are actually pretty similar. Because, you know, watching your videos, there's a similarity in energy, um, yeah. not, not just because you guys are married, but there's a, a similar energy in the way that you guys are figuring things out. And right, uh, right, we yeah, believe, yeah. Uh, we, our impression of your types uh, in the Enneagram is that she's a seven, um, seven wing six and that you're a six with uh, wing seven and that's part of like the seven thing is part of why you guys are fun to listen to and funny and, and entertaining and uh, 
anyway, so that that's our impression of your type, and I'm, I don't know what experience you have with the Enneagram, and if you've you know typed yourself in the Enneagram or whatever. Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, my my brother got me into the Enneagram. They, they were using it at work, um, and it was very useful for the guys at work because it was simple enough that and it was giving really good descriptions that people could kind of like you know even though everybody's typing themselves all upside down or whatever right, but like right. people could express like hey this is what i'm feeling or this is what i'm seeing you as you know they all then stopped using it or whatever but it it got them getting conversations getting emotions flowing and personality interacting and stuff like that so i'm like i really appreciate your guys's view because it's like I from from being on the side of watching everybody type themselves upside down, like uh, the last thing I want to do is go on the Instagram, like let me type myself. Like, well, now <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those guys, you know? Right, right, right. And I'm like, I want to know, like, what do I look like from the tribe's perspective? Yes, go yes, yes. Like, oh, did you say the four was the best one? Well, then that's the what I am, obviously, right? That's what I'm gonna run towards. Yeah, but it's like, no, it's 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 most interesting. Like, okay, the tribe is seeing me and Shan as a six and seven, so right. that's really good. That's very useful. Yeah, like, I don't know if you, you want us to get into it. Like, why do we think, based on, you know, we've been consuming your videos for a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, tell Joseph, me. David, do you, you guys want to take that? Like, why are they the types that they we think they are? Well, you know, there's a certain type of uh, a kind of energy flow in the way that you guys talk um, and sort of pass ideas back and forth um, that is very kind of uh, in the head center. And I guess what I've been thinking, too, throughout this call is, like, is OPS like inherently heady or is it just because the two of you are type like are just head types? You know what I mean? Right. Um, me being a heart type and I'm typing with two gut types. I sort of, I still type with my heart center, but I, I sort of learned to do like the gut thing. Um, but that doesn't mean that the Enneagram itself is inherently like based in one of those centers. So um, yeah, I didn't say anything of substance. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, you did. <laughs> 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 I can't. You know, the problem is one of the things I was thinking of through this call is that, like, with my typing, you were talking about like the double feminine savior. Like, I sometimes feel like I start talking and I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, what am I? Oh my I God, dude. Anything? Me too. Me too with my double feminine yeah. NT at the top. I know. I just want to kick my own yeah. ass. It's so and crazy. And yeah. I was listening to you and like all the kind of like, and you have FI savior and like just sort of launching into analogies about stories. And I was like, this is how I talk. Like, you know, this is, <laughs> and I'm not sure, you know, sometimes if I'm kind of going and there's a flow, uh, it's me and one other person or maybe two other people. It, it clicks like in our DA videos, yeah. but the more people are in the room, I said something. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, I don't, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, I mean, but yeah, those are some of the things I, I was noticing about, kind of the head thing but david maybe yeah that's really that's really good let let me like here's just my self-report from you know my own self and me and shan one thing that i've noticed with shani and i as well as other couples and stuff it's like we kind of call it like the buddy factor so i feel like shani and i have a lot in common we're both fairly ambivert you know we're not super introverted or extroverted compared to a lot of people out there you know Mm -hmm. And then um, we're both quote-unquote ntjs you know so our function order is very close to each other um, but it feels like, man, for us, like looking at like the, the head type, the Enneagram six and seven, what comes to my mind where my interpretation of it is like so much of Shani and I is all about TE. Like mm-hmm. we love just talking shit out. We love figuring right. things out together. Like we are yeah. less than than 1% of a brain when we're off on our own. Like, like I, I can't even tell you like how embarrassing it is when we're moving houses. Like when we're like, okay, I'll see you. And like we go off and do our separate projects and then like both fuck it up. Or, like, and then we work together and it's like amazing. 
Like we're just <laughs> idiots when we're apart and we're geniuses when we're together, you know? So I feel like that, that headspace TE that, or that TE with the NI, you know, that like, as I'm like looking at the description, like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 You know? The six, seven area is very dynamic, almost elastic, um, flexible. Like let's do this. Let's work together. Let's talk about this. Let's go over here. Verbal. Here's this yeah. idea. Here's that. It's a very kind of almost spacious thinking. Right. Yeah. 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 What we, what we would call TE. Yeah. And, and so one of the last points, I guess we could wrap up with this is, uh, this idea of health, you know, what does growth and health, and I know that you guys uh, emphasize positivity, and I think one of the things that we wanted to hit on is that growth for, at least in types in the Enneagram, there are inherently negative types in the Enneagram. So, for example, you're, let's say you're, you're six, we, we think you're six, and yeah. that, that's an inherently, let's get real, uh, and the reality is going to include a lot of negativity versus... Yeah. You know, seven does have a lot of struggle with dealing with negative negativity. And I think I've heard you guys discuss a little bit of that, like, you know, Shani processing negativity. And, yeah, yeah. you know, that's like a seven thing. Um, and so, you know, what does health look like in the lens of OPS? Like for at least, for example, in the Enneagram, health doesn't mean like a four or a six or an eight, which are, you know, reactive or negative oriented types all of a sudden become positive. Uh, yeah, not yeah. to say not to say that they wouldn't benefit from that perspective, but it doesn't like the inherent type structure is like reality needs negativity as much as positivity. So what are your thoughts on like, you know, health from the lens of OPS? You know, it, like it does it always have to be positive and, and yeah, you know, right, there right. are some negative types in OPS that can grow or even just positive types in in OPS that can grow from from uh being able to process negativity and vice, you know, vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, there are definitely what we're seeing in our data as we're, we're collecting people and stuff. There are like depression, suicide, anxiety, murder, there are different traits will cluster in certain types. Um, mm -hmm. LGBT, uh, red hair, uh, height being over six, three, six, six, like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's wow. like, Wow. So it's like when, when we're, um, or body type, you know, being overweight, underweight, et cetera. Um, so it's like w when we're typing somebody, we're like, okay, if you're this type, there's a very high clustering of this trait also of other people of your type, you know, whether it's a health issue or a disorder or ADD or whatever it is. Um, and so there's definitely some types that are just very naturally just very happy, dopey idiots. You know, mm -hmm. we have a kid that works for us and she kind of lines right up in the, happy dopey you know everybody in her type is like yay you know life is fine right <laughs> um and there's other types you're like look you're like a doctor looking at your car like oh wow uh okay so you fucking hate everybody don't you you know it's like <laughs> masculine fe play less or just something you know henry rollins like just built to fucking fight everybody and they're all like that everybody of that type is that way you know interesting and, and um so there's a lot of relief to that where people realize okay i feel like I've had this problem. I feel like I'm very different. I feel angry. I feel negative. And we're looking at the type like, oh yeah, you definitely fucking should be. And if you're not, then you're dramatically unconscious. You should be very upset. Everybody else of your type is, you know? Mm. And so that's kind of helpful. The thing though, that Shani and I like doing this long enough, we don't fear the negative people. We fear the positive people because the positive <laughs> people, man, they're, they're fucking delusional. They got their crash coming later. I don't want to be fucking around them, you know, because reality's half and half, half light, half dark. Right. You know, like like at our, at our <laughs> house, we just moved out of it. It's like, it's all this like pretty neighborhood, 
everybody's like these young couples and they've all got kids and they're all playing the, you know, I, I'm shinier than you. Right. Yeah. And like, I fucking, if I said this on the videos, I love going for walks at night the, the day before the trash goes out to see the alcoholism in everybody's <laughs> house. Like <laughs> the <laughs> amount of alcohol that like you, these, there's just two people that live there and you drank this much alcohol and it's only seven days. Wow. Like, what the hell's going on there? So it's like, it's not that right. the darkness and depression is not there. It's the depressed, negative, uh, aggressive, violent, suicidal person is just dealing with it at this moment, being honest with it. And therefore, in my opinion, they're farther along in the hero's journey than the delusion, delusional person who's in townsfolk land thinking everything's fine. And they're going to have their crash 20 years later. You know, ah, So it's a crash on either side. Like if you're doing too much yeah. of anything, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's going to catch up to you either way. Yeah, you gotta you gotta resolve it. If you're if you're way too in the light, you know life is gonna fucking beat you down. You're gonna have your darkness when you're older, and that sucks way worse than having your darkness when you're in your fucking twenty. If you're one of these negative types, like you get cued into darkness real early. Good motherfucker, keep going. Like you gotta get you gotta solve that video game level. You gotta it's it's like a with a with a virus. It's like you you have to build the antibodies. We're like, well, motherfucker, I ain't never getting chickenpox again. I built the antibodies to it. Like. Do you have the antibodies to anxiety and depression? Like you only get that from being on your fucking deathbed to where you finally go, you know what? I found what the fucking antibody are. It's standing up and saying, no, get the fuck out of my body. You've sat in here way too long. I've tried every different fake solution. And now I'm going to just push back against it. Now everybody's got to find that and figure that out on their own way. Just like if I get antibodies to chicken pox, I can't take it out of my blood and give it to you. You got to go through it too, you know, but it's like, all the people that you see in our classes that are happy, healthy, hero's journey, super alphas, what's the common trait? Been through hell, right? Built an immunity to it and can never be stuck in hell ever again because they fall into hard negative times. They go through bad times like all of us. They just know, up. Oh, I know how to not stay in this shit anymore. And they just get themselves back out. They can't, they can't stay in there anymore. So it's like people that avoid negativity or darkness. Oh man, you're just making it so much worse. You got to really embrace that shit get in there like it's helped as an observer knowing the path i'm like oh so if i just own the hell out of darkness negativity depression my worst fears ever and i can start to build the antibodies so that then life actually gets better and more meaningful on the other side like i'm seeing all these other heroes doing in the in the videos and stuff like yeah it does like okay then i'm going to keep going on this you know just this last point tony robbins's human needs he's got the four human needs i'm really starting to focus more now on the other two Mm. The grow and the give, because it's like Victor Frankel and Byron Katie, like all of the people are saying that have really been through it. They're all saying what Tony Robbins has always been saying. He's, it's like, look, the key to life really is growth, you know, growing and giving. And then think of that overlapping that with Jordan Peterson's hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So, like with Cody, our 11 year old, we have, um, you know, we finally found something that works with an 11 year old, like, we have an image of these four identities and they're basically just like a shithead at the bottom and a Jocko at the top. Like literally we have, we have like these images, Jocko's at the top and then like variations, a shithead is number four at the bottom and then two kind of people in the middle, you know? And so the other day he's, you know, on his VR all fucking day, you know, just, just drifting off into, you know, dum-dum land. And so it's real quick. It's like, Hey, which guy are you being right now? And who do you want to be? And just hitting right at the fucking gut of the identity. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it just hitting it. And then today he came back from clean, helping Shan clean the, um, we're working on cleaning out the old house, you know. So he did a bunch of cleaning, kind of back, feeling so great about himself. He took leadership. So now he's, today he's Jocko, you know. 
Yeah, so you're like, saying you're using that spectrum because he's the same type as Jocko, and Jocko represents like you know someone who's actually conquered. Exactly the right. Exactly. Yes. So okay. it's like like the growth and the growth. Yeah. Thank you for for breaking down my <laughs> my wild analogy here. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So it's like the the point is like so here's like what I wanted to sum it all up. Like anybody who's listening is like like the enneagram is not enough. It's only nine checkpoints on your dashboard, and you got a thousand fucking programs to check now these are nine, they're going to get you a lot of them and they're going to kind of cover the corners. And then we got a shit ton of coins. We got nine coins as well in our system, technically, right? So there's mm-hmm. another nine. There's a lot of overlap and big five and there's five or six and there's a lot of blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. Anyways, set your fucking goals and the more the better and the dumber the better. People are like, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. I don't know. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. Like, literally, what are the three things you're going to do tomorrow? What are the, what are the, what's the things you need to get done next week? So the goals are completely meaningless because who, who fucking cares? Because the problem is the problem is not what do I do or the environment or the economy or I'm unmotivated. That, that, that's, not, that's not the problem. The problem is I'm a consume last ass. I'm over blasting and I'm also an IJ and I will fuck my life up the same way every one of my type does, whether I realize it or not, that's what I'm doing. That's the problem. The problem is my reoccurring tidal waves and, and patterns and strengths that keep running me in circles that's the the real problem so therefore like because the problem is clearly identified that i'm the one causing these tidal waves that's going to make me feel like a victim and stuck and all that it's not actually the other guy therefore the goals are what helped me walk in a straight line remember that movie the blair witch where they went in that big long circle and they didn't know they were going in a circle they came all the way back around like that's that's life like you don't (laughs) know you're walking in a giant circle like unless you're like Throwing something 10 feet out, 20 feet out, 100 feet out to where you're like, okay, I'm going to want to walk in a circle, but I'm going to walk in a straight line. Tomorrow, I'm going to get these three do- these three things done. But here's the joke. And I'm going to watch myself try and fuck it up. I'm going to watch myself try and get out of it, try and wiggle out of it, try and use only my saviors. Once I go to do that podcast or whatever it is, it's not going to work because I'm doing it only with my saviors. And the point is not even to get these things done. It's just to kind of acknowledge like, wow, I am an IJ and I really am just running back to the same three tools. No wonder this isn't working. Now that has nothing to do with actually getting the task done. That may take you another 10 fucking years because you suck so goddamn bad. Right. But at least you're aware of it and you're not feeling like a victim and you're Mm. using these, these goals as many as you can, as often as you can to get some objectivity tracking. Mm. And then you go back to the Enneagram and the animals and your type or whatever. Like, all right, I'm not getting anywhere. It's been 72 hours. I still feel suck, stuck. I'm hitting my head against the wall. Okay, let me look at the Enneagram. Let me look at the nine coins. What coin here am I not using? You know, and then you do that a few times and you'll realize it's going to be the same one that you're always avoiding. And that's now, you know, now you're being introduced to your type. You're going to yes. always be avoiding one of those most, most of the time, right? But sometimes the answer is you got to do your saviors. You know, one out of eight times it is you got to do your savers or whatever. But really, really taking this, um, just last last point, I shut up, I promise, is like, I feel like the Enneagram and, and, and personality and psychology and self-help, I feel like it's like, it's like studying workouts. It's studying health. It's studying the health of the mind. Mm-hmm. And that, that like, I, I think people that run out into the arena and they do fitness or sports or self-growth and they don't have a good map, I think they're, they're, they're really fucked long-term where you really, really need that precision. And I think that's what psychology and self-help is, is really trying to attempt to get 
let's really get precise here. There's a lot of different things we got to cover, right? But I think what happens to us in a community is we get so overwhelmed in a positive and negative way with how much information there is. We forget to go work out. Mm. You know, we forget to actually put it into, into practice. And then it becomes very toxic and stale. And, you know, you're now looking at yourself and you're, you haven't grown much in the last year. Now you know a shit ton more. Right. But your anxiety and your depression hasn't gotten any better. And that's where it's like the push for the goals and the goals, man, are just the simple shit, shit around the house of the chores or school or work or whatever. And using those as exercises to watch all this stuff that you've been studying happen in real life. We have people come over here and they'll help us do some work. And we're like, hey, you're doing it again. And it, they're like, oh, my God. It's like the show from the internet is actually happening in real life. Like, dude, Dick, you're not catching any of these, your own self, like during the day, like, you know, you're an EP causing chaos all over the place. Like you're not noticing that you're doing it. Like, no, I'm not even noticing that. I'll see it on a video. You'll, I'll, I'll acknowledge it in the conversation, but unless you're like setting goals and then watching yourself screw it up, you just be amazed how much you're not even doing it. So just the practice of, um, you know, setting when Shani and I are doing the, the move, we're we're um, setting our schedule to move stuff around, you know, move from house to house, but then also watch how, how is Shan going to feel like a victim? How am I going to get over controlling? And that becomes kind of the thing that we're focusing on during the day, you know? It's, yeah, it's just really cool. I just want to say to wrap up and, you know, whatever the guys have to say as well, that what's been really impressive about what you guys have been doing with MBTI. I mean, I think most of us got into the field of psychology and personality by getting into MBTI first. And the Enneagram was such a big deal for, for me and for these guys because it, it represented you could you have to work on yourself. It's really uncovering yeah. some really ugly things about all the ways that we're, we're in our own way and we're fucking ourselves up. And what you guys have been doing is the first time I've seen anyone really use MBTI as a self-growth tool. And you have very simple tools to be like, not only this is your type, but this is what you're doing to fuck yourself up. And if you don't address those things, they're going to be huge regrets and problems, you know, later down the line. So, yeah, you know, I really appreciate that, that what you guys, the tools and the original perspectives that you guys are bringing to this stuff. And, um, yeah, this has been great. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Really yeah, good stuff. It's, it's been yeah. really fun. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I would dig it if you came back sometime. And cause I, I, uh, I was just hunting your YouTube channel and like right before this call, I saw all this stuff on hero's journey and then you started mentioning it and I'm like, I want to know about that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, let's do this again. Absolutely. Right. Thank you for coming on. Let's try to see if we can find sometime in the next four to six months that we can get, do this again. That'd be great. Yeah, hell yeah, guys. Absolutely. That'd be great. All right. Thank you, Dave. All right, guys. All right. Thanks again. Thanks, Dave. It was nice hanging out and talking. All right, guys. Later. All right. Later. Later. Later.